Welcome to the weekly update, where we go in depth with a particular topic. And joining me today is workplace relations consultant Bree Marinia. Welcome, Bree. Thanks, Daniel. So today is episode 219, and it's the third of our series of implementation podcasts for the Health and Allied Management and Admin Agreement, which was voted up by eligible employees on the 16th of March, 2022. Great. So before we start, can you update members on where the agreement's up to? So members would know that we lodged the agreement with the Fair Work Commission on the 17th of March, 2022, and it was signed to Deputy President Masson on the 22nd of March, 2022. At the time of filming, the Commissioner's view is that the agreement is capable of approval with a single undertaking regarding dental assistant trainee rates. We anticipate that the agreement will be approved in week commencing 11 April 2022. And I understand we've applied to the Fair Work Commission to make some minor amendments to the agreement, um, the one that was voted on. Can you please summarise this process? That's correct. So following the ballot process, uh, we identified some errors and omissions from the agreement, which if not resolved, would generate ambiguities and uncertainties uh, on the agreement's application. To address this, we've submitted an application to vary the agreement to remove those ambiguities or uncertainties. This occurs by way of an application under Section 217 of the Fair Work Act, and it was done with the consent and support of the Health Workers Union. So what does this mean for members? So it'll mean that the agreement that our members are impl is implementing would be addressed would sorry would have addressed those errors and omissions, meaning that there'll be less disputation over the life of the agreement, and it'll be easier to implement. And what was sought to be varied? So at this stage, the deputy president's yet to determine whether his honour will allow the variation and or which of those variations we've sought that he, his honour will allow. However, the items that we sought to vary included some corrections made to better prescribe how the management and admin workers progress through the new structure, particularly where people are moving between health services over the life of the agreement. We're also going to uh, seek some assistance from the Commission in varying the agreement on how uh, it clarifies the use of continuous service and how that's recognised for parental leave purposes, meaning that we want to just protect service continuity where someone is moving from one hospital to another uh, and to ensure that they're not losing that continuity if they seek to take parental leave within their first six months of employment at the second employer. Uh, we're also confirming that annual leave loading is payable on the fifth week and also some minor typographical errors and cross-referencing errors that we've picked up through that process. Will a revised implementation guide and salary circular be issued? There will be. So we'll be issuing a revised implementation guide and also there'll be a salary circular that will accompany the varied agreement, including some of those new rates with respect to dental assistant trainees. Okay, so before we start, could you update members on where we're up to in the implementation journey for this agreement? So on screen, members can see that uh, we're now very close to the end of what we'd uh, started sharing with you around, uh, since our first podcast uh, in March. Uh, so now we're uh, at podcast 219, as you can see on screen, with two podcasts left uh, in our implementation uh, package that we'll be sharing with members, at least at this stage. And obviously, we'll welcome feedback from hospitals if you seek any additional uh, podcasts or if they become necessary further down the track. So our implementation forum was held on the 1st of April 2022. Where can members access this material from the forum? So members can find a copy of the forum slides on Yammer and a recording of the forum will be uploaded to my IR along with the approved agreement and amended implementation guides. 
Okay, so our last podcast, which was number 217, we discussed the new management and admin classification structure, and today we'll now be focusing on the health and allied structure. That's correct. So today we'll focus specifically on classification changes that are effective from the first full pay period on or after the 1st of July 2021. So we'll share those on screen and work through those changes now. So starting with uh, the transition to the new instrument technician structure. So as uh, members can see on screen, uh, there'll be a transition that'll be effective from the 1st of July 2021. There are uh, new descriptors for instrument technicians uh, through from grade one through to now a new classification called dual qualified technician within sterilizing and operating theaters. The transition must be completed within three months of the agreement commencing. But as members can see on screen, uh, it appears relatively clear how this transition works. Um, essentially, anyone who's classified currently between instrument technician grade one through to grade five will translate to the corresponding grade one to grade five structure. There will be an opportunity for people's classifications to be examined to ensure that they're not underclassified, having regard to the new classification structure. But it's not the intent of this new classification structure for employees to be going backwards. As you can see here, uh, the instrument technician grade six will be transitioning to a dual qualified technician uh, classification. The reason for that is instrument technician grade six currently is in essence someone who is dual qualified in both sterilizing and operating theaters. So to provide that clarity, we've separated that out and created that new classification on screen. Uh, moving now to the theatre technician structure. Uh, again, we have new descriptors, but the translation process is a little bit more complex. Again, this is effective from the 1st of July 2021, and the transition must be completed within three months of the agreement commencing. Starting at the bottom of the structure between uh, grades one and grade two, you can see that they now translate to a new theatre technician in training grade one structure. The, uh, grade three theatre technicians under the current structure will translate to a theatre technician in training grade two classification. Uh, then grade four will translate to a new grade three, grade five to a grade four, grade six to a grade five. Um, members can see there that there's also a specific classification for those who are, who are grade six theatre technicians who work in the liver transplant team at Austin Health. This is limited only to Austin Health and the liver transplant team. And there's now a new classification to reflect that work, uh, referring to them as liver transplant technologists. Um, what we'd like to point out here is that one of the key components of our, our hospital's claim going into this bargaining round was to remove the ambiguity and challenges around theatre technician grade six in particular, where it refers to specialty training. Um, we're glad to confirm that there is no reference in the new agreement to specialty training at all. That takes us to the revised food and domestic services assistant structure. And this again is effective 1 July 2021 and members will see a pattern here. Um, there's uh, starting with food and domestic services assistance, there's some new duties included in their descriptor and that'll be effective in essence immediately. And that will include them being able to uh, operate and load dishwashers and also prepare basic meals. Really, the translation here is really one just to create some simplicity. So rather than having food and domestic service assistant less than three months and more than three months, we've just referred to them as grade one and grade two. But in essence, the, the less and more than three months is still a requirement of the descriptor. And that is really the only difference between those two grades. We move now to the cook structure and there's been a lot of work done here with respect to the cook structure. Um, again, effective from 1 July 2021. 
We've taken seven classifications under the current agreement. You can see on screen on the left there, you've got other cook, diet cook, so on and so forth, and translated across to a three-tier structure. So generating some simplicity because all those roles essentially paid very similar rates. So other cook obviously was alone on itself, but diet cook, pastry, sweets, and cook employed alone all paid the same rate. Trade cook and pastry cook trades um, both paid the same rates together. So we moved them across to have their own uh, individual, uh, sorry, their, their separate grades, uh, sorry, moving them from having separate grades to having um, grouped grades there through grades one, two, and three. Moving now to food services supervisor. There's been some changes with respect to food services supervisor as they uh, will be receiving a greater than government wages policy wage increase. Uh, so they'll now be required to possess and maintain allergy management competencies and level two food safety supervision qualifications. For existing employees who don't possess that level two food safety supervision qualification, where the employer requires that to, to be obtained by the employee, they'll be given study leave support for uh, the completion of that course. And probably best to note that existing employees won't be, in essence, demoted because they don't possess these qualifications. On the topic of food monitor, again, food monitors will be re receiving a higher than wages policy increase. And uh, in, in lieu of that, they'll be required to possess and maintain some allergy management competencies, uh, allied health competencies in dietetics, and uh, speech pathology and also possess exceptional customer service skills. So that now moves us to the general services classification structure changes, um, starting with orderly and cleaner. And again, effective from 1 July 21, there's a translation from the existing orderly cleaner structure and cleaner window across to a cleaner patient transport assistant structure. And really the inclusion of patient transport assistant is really just a retitle orderly. It's also to provide a career pathway into the patient transport officer classification structure. So what we would like to see uh, with some of these employees is that they come in as cleaner slash patient transport assistants. They may very well seek to obtain some qualifications in patient transport and over the life of the agreement or maybe further on in their career, they'll be able to progress through this structure and become patient transport officers as opposed to remaining as patient transport assistants and cleaners for the entirety of their career. We've also got here a transition of housekeeper to patient services assistant. Um, so this is really just to generate a career pathway for our existing housekeeper classifications into the patient services assistant or PSA structure. Um, but it's essentially a clear uh, translation from housekeeper to patient services assistant. They'll be able to pick up some additional tasks and duties as a result of that. So hospitals should explore the opportunity to, uh, to, to expect some of those additional responsibilities. Again, we've got here the uh, transition of sorter, packer, linen and laundry operator into the laundry hand classification. And what we found here is these three classifications really all uh, paid very close to or the same rate of pay. So rather than having three separate classifications who often work uh, together and, and sometimes people are doing some sort of packing uh, as well as operating the laundry, uh, what we wanted to do is have one laundry hand classification that captured the entirety of the work that occurs within the laundry. Um, so members will be able to have some greater flexibility with those who are now classified as laundry hands. With respect to general services supervisors, um, they'll now be required to possess and maintain a certificate three in cleaning operations. 
And for those existing general service supervisors who don't possess that certificate three, if the employer requires them to obtain it, then study leave support will be provided. Uh, but again, just to clarify, a uh, general services supervisor won't be demoted, for example, if they don't possess this certificate. With respect to some changes on the revised pathology collector structure, uh, it's safe to say that pathology collecting um, has been an integral part of our pandemic response. Uh, and now we're obviously extremely important prior to the pandemic, but we've been obviously nearly all of us have met a pathology collector over the last two years. We've now got new descriptors. Uh, probably the key component of the new descriptor is it's no longer a requirement uh, for your pathology collectors to be state enrolled nurses, um, which is a which is a change which reflects the status quo where you know, many of our pathology collectors aren't state enrolled nurses. Uh, it's effective from 1 July 2021. And this transition must be completed within three months of the agreement commencing. But you can see there that existing grades like pathology collector and training become grade one pathology collectors. Pathology collector grade ones uh, currently become pathology collector grade twos. We've got mobile collector and grade three, which are new, uh, and pathology collector grade two, which is the top end of the structure, remain the top end of the structure as pathology collector grade fours. Finally, we've made some changes with respect to the allied health assistant classification structure, which is provided here on stream. What we've taken is there are a lot of small classifications, or when I say small classifications, classifications that obviously have an important role to play, but they don't have a huge amount of EFT. And often they integrate with allied health professionals within their work. So effective from 1 July 21, you can see on screen that there are a number of these classifications will now be translating to the new three-tiered allied health assistant structure. So some of those classifications include uh, quite obviously, you know, allied health assistants, but also other grades like dietary supervisors, instructor trades, social workers, orthotic techs. Um, so you can see there on screen there's that translation that will be required within three months of that agreement commencing. Thanks for taking us through those, Daniel. So where can members get more information about implementation? Members can access the EBA implementation forum recording and slides, as I mentioned before, via my IR or on Yammer. We recently issued Bulletin 2732 and Salary Circular 801, which contained an implementation guide and our podcast 216, which took members through that guide. Um, coming up, we have um, a podcast with respect to the uh, changes across the entirety of the agreement effective from 1 July 2022. And we've also got an agreement which we'll be talking about early implementation issues. Hey, and if members have any questions about implementation, who should they contact? So members are encouraged to inquire by email to query at vhia.com.au or by telephone to 9861-4000. Great. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you, Bree.